Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 86, Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I am Rob Parker, your host. What a show we have for you today. We'll talk with... Tony Regans, who's a VP at Major League Baseball in charge of development, he'll tell us about what baseball is doing to get African-American kids especially back into the game. We'll also go to Chicago, and we'll talk with Gordon Wittenmeyer. That and much more. Let's go. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep them up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. Yasiel Puig is signing with the Atlanta Braves, and that is great news. It was reported by ESPN, and yes, the Braves can use him because don't forget, outfielder Nick Markakis has opted out and will not play in the 60-game season, and Puig is a spark plug. They could definitely use him. Last year, if you remember, Puig batted uh, 267 in 149 games between the Reds and Indians. But when he got traded over to Cleveland, he batted 297 and was definitely a uh, spark plug for the tribe. So uh, this is a good move by them. And when you think of what the Braves did when they picked up Marcel Azuna to a one-year contract also in the outfield, don't forget the NL East is a tough division. The Nats won the World Series. The Mets are better. The Phillies are better. So the Braves, who won the division a year ago, is not sitting by. They want another chance to repeat. 
making a move like this to get Puig, who was available, is a smart, smart move. I love what the Braves have done. This will help. Number two. Say it isn't so. Jonas Cespedes is coming back to the major leagues. Met fans, stand, cheer. I know you don't believe it. Finally, it's like he's been gone from now two years, if you can believe that. He hasn't played in the big leagues in two years. And what when you think about when he arrived and showed up to the Mets back on July 31st in 2015, and he had an unbelievable stretch, got the Mets into the playoffs, hit like 17 home runs, in 60 games, he was a spark plug. He was a a a uh, stir that stirred the drink. He was unbelievable, but he's been banged up and injured, and we just haven't seen Cespedes. And this all works out for Cespedes now because we can envision him being healthy, envision him playing in that universal DH role, and it's just a matter of getting back out there They say he will be at full power, full strength. And uh, with Alonzo and that uh, lineup, Cespedes will be a sight for sore eyes in New York, even though fans won't be able to see him up close. Just the idea that he'll be in a Mets uniform, finally healthy, and will be able to contribute. The Mets are stronger with Cespedes. There's no doubt about it. Number three. AP sources reported this week that about 10 Major League umpires have opted out over, yes, the coronavirus uh, concerns about being behind the plate. Obviously, you have to um, be behind the catcher. Some of these guys are advanced in age and are susceptible to catching this. So, again, we have to understand when players, umpires, and staff, and older guys who decide not to be a part of this, you have to respect it. Um, people are playing with their lives, and if they know that there's a possibility that it, it could affect them, the only smart thing would be is to opt out. Yes, we've seen big-name players like David Price and Buster Posey and even Ryan Zimmerman, who you know obviously won a World Series with the Nationals last year. And uh, the the flip side was Cowboy Joe West, the umpire, who said he didn't think that uh, most of the deaths out there had anything to do with coronavirus. He was uh, knocked by his own union who didn't stand or believe uh, what he was saying. And obviously some of his brethren don't believe it as well, and they have bowed out. Much respect to people who want to take their lives in their own hands. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome to the podcast Tony Regans. He's the VP of Baseball and Softball Development at Major League Baseball. Tony, thanks for uh, joining us here on the podcast. Good to be with you, Rob. Tony, let's just get right into it. A lot of people talk about the diversity numbers in baseball. We saw a little uptick, but still... The numbers, when you talk about African-Americans especially, the, the Hispanic numbers are, are growing, but the African-American numbers are not there. And I know baseball have, has done a lot to try to bring more diverse people to the game. Can you tell me, uh, 
some of the things that baseball has uh, working. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's always a work in progress, and we continue to try to get better. And, and we've developed programs that, that just over the last five years that we are really excited about. And, you know, one of our challenges is awareness. I think the things that we are doing are, are, are really exciting, but nobody knows about it. And that's, that's my challenge, and that's my fault. I mean, I think that you know, doing a podcast such as this is important because of the awareness. But we, we have a program called the Dream Series where, you know, we bring 100 uh, mostly African-American kids, and I'm talking about 90% African-American young men that are really talented. We bring them to Arizona every year and teach them baseball one-on-one from, you know, some of the best instructors in, in the country, former major league players, former all-stars. Some Hall of Famers come in, and they, they're the instructors. Jerry Manuel, former major league manager, leads all of our instruction. And what we try to do is we try to create – an atmosphere where these kids get the type of insight that they wouldn't typically get from a, a, a coach that coaches a rec league or a travel ball program. These guys are really talented, and we want to uh, provide that type of instruction and knowledge to those African American kids that will allow them to, you know, to flourish and, and remove that raw tag that they sometimes get. You know, the RBI program is another program that obviously a lot of people know about. It's been around for a while, but the RBI program is about more than just baseball. It's, it's about scholarships. It's about providing opportunity and being just a good kid in your in your neighborhood and going back into your community and being a, an asset versus, you know, a liability. You know, we have the academies. We have 11 of them um, around the country. You know, eight of them that we, you know, are, the major league clubs operate directly and then three that we partner with in Puerto Rico, Chicago, and, and, uh, and, um, and New York. So, I mean, there's a bunch of programs that we have in place that we, we, uh, we were excited about. Hank Aaron uh, jumped on board a year and a half ago. Um, we do the Hank Aaron Invitational down in Vero Beach, Florida. We renamed that uh, the Jackie Robinson Training Complex after Jackie, Miss Rachel Robinson, was on board with us rebranding that. And um, it's really exciting. Most of the, the, the development work that we're going to do will be based out of uh, Jackie Robinson Training Complex in Vero Beach, so a uh, former Dodger town um, for, for those that don't know. But there's a lot of things that we have done and continue to do that really address the issue of young African-American men and women you know, playing our game. Now, now, you had to feel good about the 2020 draft where 16 of the first 73 selections, that's 22%, uh, came from diverse uh, backgrounds, including, I believe, Ed Howard was a part of your program who was drafted by the Cubs, right, with the 16th pick. Uh, when you see the the fruits of your labor, how does that make you get, feel in baseball, that, that it is working, you're getting people in the system, and they're getting to the big clubs, you know, getting a chance to make the majors? Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's stories, countless stories like that. Um, Ed... Um, when he came to our program, you know, was a, was a little kid, scrawny kid that, um, you know, what he had always had was his hands. He had uh, spectacular, phenomenal hands, and, and um, you know, his bat was light at the time. But over the course of, you know, three years, he developed into what he is today, and he's going to be a really good player, obviously getting selected in the first round. 
uh, is really exciting, but a quality kid. Uh, Jordan Walker was another kid that we had for for a long time, and he's you know he went I think in the twenty first overall. Um, another kid that was really good, and then there was others that didn't even get selected that uh, uh, are going to go to college that uh, have been in our programs, and, and, and we see uh, the fruits of our labor labor paying off um, in, in a big way. And what we're trying to do is build a pipeline, so year after year after year. We continue to provide quality athletes uh, that that you know matriculate up the system, you know not only the minor league system but to the major leagues. Last thing, you know, there's always a talk. Kids don't want to play baseball. It's boring. It's slow. But for the fourth year in a row, baseball and softball combined had uh, ranked as the most participated sports in the United States in 2019, with over 25 million participants. Um, I've always heard that, and, and maybe there's numbers to prove it, but aren't more, even African-American kids, but just kids in general playing organized baseball than ever before? We used to play baseball, but in the streets, in the neighborhoods. But don't kids play on an organized level? They do. Um, but what we're seeing, Rob, now is more kids. I mean, there's been a shift. I'll just be candid. There's been a shift from, you know, traditional baseball, community baseball, like we've seen in the past, like we grew up playing. Right. Um, you know, Little League, RBI, Pony, American Legion. You know, that shift has occurred to, to travel ball and more elite play. So what you, what you see is more kids playing the game, but they're playing it differently. It's not just community baseball. They're playing travel ball and, and, and showcase baseball as well, which is fine. Um, you know, but then the economics come into play. Not not every kid can can get into that circuit. Sure. So what we're trying to do is make it affordable for everybody, and that's you know that's some of the programming that I talked about earlier. All of that programming is cost free or very little cost at all, and and we provide equipment, uh, sponsorships, scholarships to these programs, and um, you know we're excited about the days ahead. Obviously, COVID. Has, uh, has impacted us a bit, but uh, we're raring to get back uh, in 2021. All right. His name is Tony Regans. He is the VP of uh, Baseball and Softball Development at Major League Baseball. Tony, thank you so much. Keep doing the good work. I appreciate you having me, and thank you for providing this platform, man. Much appreciated. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. 
podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know, well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? All right, a few weeks back, we talked about a metric from baseball perspectives called deserved run average, a way to measure pitchers based not only on things they can control, like walks and strikeouts, but also on the run expectancy by each batted ball they allow. Well, don't think hitters will be left out. BP has also devised a metric called deserved run created plus, focusing on each hitter's expected contribution rather than averaging stats that have already happened. Now, according to BP's explanation of the metric, think of it like this. A single is better than a walk, but less valuable than a triple. Strikeouts are bad, but hitting into a double play? Oh, that's worse. That's the basic thought process behind DRC+. Now, like most metrics, DRC+, is rated where the average is 100, and every number above or below is percentage above or below league average. 
Now, I don't think anybody will be shocked to know that a certain Michael Nelson Trout led baseball in the metric by a full 10% last season with a 177 mark. Now, in fact, Trout has led the sport each of the last four years. He's pretty good. Now, maybe the most surprising entrant into baseball's top 10 in DRC Plus last season, well, that'd be the Twins catcher Mitch Garber, whose 149 mark landed him at 7th in all of baseball behind Trout, Yelich, Bellinger, Bregman, Cruz, and Rendon. And in a 60-game season, could a player reach 200? Only 11 seasons have ever seen a 200 DRC+, and four of them were Barry Bonds. Anything can happen in a sprint to the finish. And what the heck? That ball is... It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? I don't believe it! My, oh, my! Is it foul or is it fair? And now, here's ShadowLeague.com MLB insider, J.R. Gamble. Last season, rookies Vlad Guerrero and Pete Alonso stole the show at the MLB Home Run Derby and gave fans a glimpse into the next generation of baseball stars. J.R., is it foul or is it fair to say the 2020 MLB season shortened by the coronavirus to 60 games will suffer from not having the home run derby. Fair. It's a fair ball. Are you kidding me? A season without a home run derby? That's some classic moments in one of baseball's best branding tools lost. Remember when Griffey hit the warehouse at Camden Yards in 93 and went on to actually win three in 94, 98, and 99? Or 2008, when Josh Hamilton's triumphant return from battles with drugs and alcohol to putting on a display at Yankee Stadium, the likes of which we've never seen. 13 homers in a row, improving why he was anointed the natural. Todd Father Fraser in 2015 put on a show for the first year of the current bracket-style format, defeating Jack Peterson in dramatic fashion in front of fans on a misty Cincinnati night. Rob and I had a front seat for that one. In 1996 was the class of the Titans. Mark McGuire versus Barry Barnes. The two long ball kings faced off in the finals. Big Mac hit two homers, and I remember Barry Barnes had to hit three in a row for the win. The cherry on top was Barnes' back flip. Then Sosa's show in 2002 when he was smashing balls out of Miller Park. Moments like these make baseball. It promotes the younger game to the younger generation and evokes memories of the golden era for older fans. Of course, the COVID season will miss MLB All-Star festivities and home run derbies. But by next season, hopefully all of this will be forgotten. Take out the papers in the trash. It's time for Trash Talk Twitter. Your chance to trash anyone or anything in Major League Baseball. This week's winner is Caleb Zane. He tweeted me this. I would like to rip the Atlanta Braves for standing pat and keeping the Braves moniker. The name and logo have been used since 1912. It is time to join the Washington football team and move towards a modern era. Caleb won a new era snapback hat. If you want a chance to win just like Caleb, hit me up on my Twitter, at Rob Parker FS1, and you could win. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. 
All right, now let's welcome one of my favorite scribes. That's right, Gordon Wittenmeyer, who is now with NBC Chicago after 13 years on the beat with the Chicago Sun-Times. Gordon, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Rob, thanks for having me. Hope you're doing well. Man, I'm doing just great. Baseball is in the air. It won't be long. Let me just get your overview. Are you optimistic, cautiously optimistic about this uh, 60 game baseball season happening? You know, we, we we talk about that stupid freaking cliche about you know taking things one day at a time. This is the only time I, I've, probably in my entire life I've ever actually done that. I mean, I keep waiting every day for the thing that's going to be the signal that says, all right, we can't do this anymore. Because it just seems like it seems like an impossible undertaking, especially the more we see of what's going on in the news every day across a lot of states that have baseball teams. Mm. So to try to travel 30 different locales, um, once you get outside your individual team bubbles, man, I, I really don't know how they do it. Um, but so far, it's really been impressive to me how many people they've kept healthy. It, it has been. I agree with as many moving parts and people that baseball has. But the other thing, Gordon, is that people aren't on top of each other. I think football and basketball is going to be tougher just because of the way you play the game. And other than being at the plate to hit and maybe at first base, people have their space. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think one of the other things that that works in the favor of baseball is because these guys play every day and because they spend more time with each other all day long at the ballpark than they do with their own families uh, for most of the year, there's a different kind of daily reality to it that doesn't exist in some of the other sports. You can call it a daily discipline. You can call it a daily whatever you want, a grind, whatever. But the fact that you have to follow these routines every single day, you know, down to pretty fine schedules in baseball that don't quite exist on a day-to-day basis like they do like in the other sports, I think that lends itself maybe to a mindset that helps in baseball. In addition to what you say, I mean, the game is basically a game of safe distancing in general. It, it, it really is. Let's talk about uh, Anthony Rizzo, uh, the Cubs' first baseman. He remains day-to-day. Can you give me an update on the, what, uh, tight lower back? Yeah, they got an MRI on him yesterday, and it uh, confirmed what they already thought. So he's, he's got um, in his, in his rib cage in his left lower back, uh, he's got some inflammation in there. It's something generally that he has dealt with. I, I, once a year, typically, twice a year, once in a while, but usually lasts anywhere from three days to a week. Um, and, uh, yeah, he had it last year. He had it 2018. He, uh, he's really had it since probably 2014. He's had it just about every day. Um, but right now, you know, he had it flare up on him. Just when it looked like it was going pretty good a couple of days ago, he, he uh, took some swings and it flared up on him. So I don't know if that counts as a setback or not, but with barely a week left before – games start up, um, it, it's kind of uh, touch and go as to whether he'll have to open up on, on one of those backdated injured lists and maybe miss a few games out of the shoot. Right now he says he's optimistic. He thinks he'll be able to play. And, and he was one of these guys. And, and, and by the way, this, this defies explanation too, right? He lost 25 pounds during wow. the, the shutdown. 
because he got on this amazing workout program that involved a lot of core of all things, and yet here right out of the chute he gets a back thing all over again. I always thought that was because he was kind of chunky anyway, but it looks like uh, even even skinny Rizzo has back issues. Our guest is Gordon Whitmire from uh, NBC Chicago after 13 years at the uh, Chicago Sun-Times. Tell me about the new skipper, David Ross. Uh, obviously, Joe Madden was there. They won a World Series. This is going to be different with a guy who's never been a manager. What are your uh, impressions of uh, Ross so far? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, does he have a record? Did he just set a record for uh, time in between getting hired and uh, actually managing a game? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, he might wind up a he might move, move up on the uh, most tenured head coach and manager list in Chicago, depending on what happens with Jim Boylan before he ever manages a game. So I'm 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 looking forward to that headline. But uh, I, what I will say is, you know, I went into spring training in February. You know, like I, I'm, I'm skeptical by nature, right? And you know, uh, well, you're I a knew, sports writer. The, you know how we are. We're always skeptical. Exactly. So, so I'm looking for for signs that okay, maybe this isn't as perfect as everybody says, or or uh, you know, maybe maybe this is something to worry about in this area or that area. Sure. Um, but this guy was a, you know, this guy was well liked and kind of a clubhouse leader most of his career and i saw it firsthand for those two years he was with the cubs when they uh won 97 games one year and then the next year finally won that world series a huge part of that in terms of a clubhouse presence but how does that translate to to a manager and especially when like nine guys are back are still here from that team that were his buddies and teammates but i did see in that, all the way back in March, and, and I see it now, there is a managerial way he carries himself. So w- whether it's preparation that he's done since then or or just a natural uh, way of uh, looking at things, he does, he, he, he does bring a presence. He does bring a leadership. We know that he knows the game. Um, how he's going to handle this uh, rebuilt bullpen, that'll be probably the biggest question. Um, but... I think he's going to do fine on balance. All right, last thing. Do the Cubs make the playoffs? Yes and no, and the reason why? Yes. And why? Well, first I'll tell you that it has nothing to do with their pitching depth because that's a huge huge question mark, and if this were a long season, I would say no. But because it's a short season and because these guys have a core that when you count Ross has 10 guys that won a World Series together and almost Every new guy they brought in to uh, shore up uh, deficiencies are guys that are either veterans, guys that have had adversity in their careers, guys that have something to prove. That has made a, an amazing combination of team buy-in with the COVID protocols. They have a chance, and they haven't had a positive test yet. I think the only team in the league, and they have a chance just to keep intact better than I think most, if not all other teams involved. And, and, and because they're in the Central, they have a really uh, short uh, travel schedule. All right. So they have a chance to stay healthier than anybody. There you go. There's a good reason. All right, his name is Gordon Wittenmeyer. Check him out, NBCChicago.com. And, uh, Gordon, we'll check back with you uh, during the regular season, man. I appreciate it. Stay safe. All right, you too. Good talking to you, Rob. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. 
Now it's time for some Diamond Dust with Wish TV's Phil Sanchez. Out of here! He played baseball in college. Now here is MLB Knowledge. Well, Rob, as you very well know, I'm a diehard Mets fan, so needless to say, I am ecstatic that it seems as though the team is finally going to be sold. This after bids were made last week. But the question now is who will be the team's next owner? Will it be Steve Cohen, a hedge fund billionaire who grew up a Mets fan and has tried to buy the team before? Or will it be Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez, who this week have added several pro athletes to their long list of investors? Time will tell. But for most Mets fans, either one will be better than the current ownership. Meanwhile, around the league, at least one player on every team has tested positive for COVID-19, and several more players have announced they will be opting out of the 2020 season, including San Francisco star catcher Buster Posey. Posey and his wife have recently adopted newborn twins who were born prematurely. Posey and his wife have uh, gotten a lot of support from the San Francisco Giants, including new manager Gabe Kapler, who said, quote, family first. And that's the way it should be. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA. And it isn't even close. Baseball is better than the NBA and NFL. And it ain't even close, especially when you talk about the anticipation of opening day. I know week one in the NFL, people want to see the games. I know to start the opening night of the NBA. But no, it's nothing like opening day in baseball. I don't care what anybody tells you. It is a tradition. It also usually is the first sign of spring and warm weather and the idea of getting out. Obviously, it's all different from this with the pandemic, and it's already summer, but it will usher in a sense of normalcy. That first baseball game on July 23rd, people will be glued. It'll be curious to see what kind of TV ratings it gets when the uh, Yankees and the Nationals play the first game of the 2020 season. But the anticipation on opening day to me is unlike any other sport. And baseball fans, they eat it up. It is a holiday for most people in most cities around this country. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. Every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.